Satnam, I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I travel the world, loving to meet an ever-growing global community. We are appreciative of your vital role on this planet, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. Satnam. Whenever we experience a moment, we experience a moment from three specific influences, two of which are very potent in most people's lives, and one of which is only potent if you have resolved the other two. The one that is the most accurate is the universal mind, but it's the one that we use the least. The ones that we use the most are the physical body, which is the genealogy. And that's what comes through the earth. But it comes through our DNA, but it's, it's the earthly aspect of our being. The other is the, the psycho-emotional aspect of our being that is um, really caused by our interactions. And that's the sociological influence. And for the majority of humanity, their genealogical and sociological influence is everything that there is to life. That's it. There is no more. Everything else can't be proven. <laughs> Yogi Bhajan once said that he sells the universal mind but the problem is that nobody knows that when he's delivered it that they've received it, right? Because it's so subtle that unless you have resolved your, much of your genealogical influence and much of the sociological influence, you're not listening. The listening to that universal mind is what's called sunya. Sunya means deep listening. And it allows you within every moment to experience what is called the what is, rather than experiencing the what appears to be. So you come into each moment and you have this sociological information coming in, you've got the genealogical information coming in, and you project that information out to the screen of life, which are the people, the places, the ideas, virtual and actual. So the people, virtual people, are people that you're thinking about. Actual people are the people that are in your physical presence. The places, you could be places that you're thinking about or they can be places that you're actually interacting in. But in order for you to accurately perceive any of this, you need to be uninfluenced by any agenda that is altering the information that is transflecting, 
transmitting and reflecting back, transmitting out and reflecting back. You don't know the people in your life until you can abolish your opinions of who they are. Once you abolish the opinions of who they are, you can actually receive who they actually are. But in order to you, for you to receive who they actually are, it has to pass through your filtration. And your filtration is made up of the mental body, which is going, oh, this reminds me of, or this reminds me of, or this looks like, or this man, what does this mean? How does this look? And then the other part of it is, how do I appear to them? How do I? And so you have all of this conflict going on. 2019 is 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 9 equals 12 and 1 plus 2 of 12 equals 3. And the year of 3 is about the alternate position. So within this conflict of striving to experience what is and too much embedded in your filter to be able to perceive what is, within that conflict there is an infinite number of alternatives. And that's what a year of three gives you the ability to perceive. So in this coming year, there is going to be a lot of revelation, both public revelation and personal revelation. But in order for you to experience the personal revelation, you will definitely be experiencing the public revelation because it's just going to be it's going to be so amped up in this coming year. It's going to be I mean, you could just sit on a street corner and be entertained 24-7 because of the public revelation. Personal revelation is a little more difficult. In order for you to experience personal revelation, the actual revelation of who you truly are, you're going to have to begin to reduce who you think you are who you fear you are, who you fear you are not, who you think you are not. Because what these influences are coming through your genealogy and your sociology. And if you can quiet those two channels down, you can experience who you truly are, which is your cosmology. That which is driven by the soul body. And once you start to experience who you truly are, that's when you really start being challenged. Because nobody knows you. So if you start being who you truly are, your friends and family won't know who you are. Why are you acting like this? It must be that, it must be that kundalini yoga class that you're going to. <laughs> That Guru Singh, he's bad influence on you. I, I, I can't imagine this is not who you, this is not who I recognize, you know, and you'll go, well, okay. Right? So you will either be drawn back into your pattern, your habit, 
or you will be committed to who you truly are. And this coming year is going to have that condition in multiples. There's a cliche on steroids, but I chose not to use it because <laughs> it's such a malicious cliche. So you're going to have this in multiples in this coming year of 2019. Just get ready for it. The last time that we had a year of three was 2001. Not the last time, but two times ago was 2001. The next time was 2010. And now we're having a year of three in 2019. So every nine years we have in this particular century, we have a year of three. We only had two of them in the last century, in the previous many centuries. But a year of three in sacred numerology is a year of what's called the elevated paradox. The elevated paradox is the third position that exists in any opposition. And the third position is the elevated paradox, which is an offering that can resolve the conflict. And so everything that is dualistic in your life, every challenge is a duality. And a duality is a polarity. And so every challenge that you face in this coming year will have an obvious third position. And this obvious third position will be available to you if you're deeply listening. If you're not fixated on your previous patterns. So the moment you catch yourself existing within a previous pattern in these coming, in these coming 12 months, catch it and begin to assign to others around you, hey, if you see me doing this, call me out on it. Give others the authority to be an authority in your life and then give yourself the authority to be an authority in your life. And what you want, will want to do is you'll want to, on a daily basis, you will want to align your spine, particularly the sacrum and the, and the cervical. The sacrum, which is what we do at the beginning of class when we do a Sufi grind, and, this, and the cervical, which is what we do when we work this way, this way, and this way. Because the sacrum, what the sacrum holds are your just very faint inclinations that are coming out of your purpose. Little sprouts that are coming out of your purpose that are able to be manifest. And what the cervical is giving you is the faith and the trust in those very, very faint inclinations 
that will connect them, connect them to nourishment. And so you're going along and you go, mm, you know, oh, I just, I've been working on this project and I just had a glimpse of what this project could be. It's like a two-year-old getting a glimpse of what it would be at 40 years old. You have to believe in these things. You have to give them trust. You have to invest faith. Because if each of us can invest, can take on the responsibility, the ability to respond to those faint inclinations, we can change the world. It is so important that those of us that are, how should I put it, most offended by the way the world is currently structuring itself, to not be offended. Hello? To not be offended. Being offended is the use of energy. And it's an excuse to not use the energy. Do you understand? Being offended is taking the energy that you have been gifted to counter a situation and just consuming it in this horrendous, oh my God, can you believe this? Can you believe this? And then you go off and you Twitter about it and you fret about it and you do all these things, but not one of those things makes difference. I just got bleeped. <laughs> None of those things makes a difference. But what does make a difference is for you to suddenly sit down and go, ah, oh, I just caught a glimpse of how truly messed up this world is currently being. And if I caught that glimpse of this deep conflict, what is the elevated paradox? What is my most effective response? And you sit with that question. And what will happen is that your gut and your heart will begin to match up to your head. Which will take all of this and this and subdue it and open this. And suddenly you will be receiving information from the universal mind, which is everywhere always broadcasting on every frequency and through these cervical vertebra and through the sacrum you will begin to form 
what is coming in from the universal mind, not in words, but just in pure energy, and you will form it into ideas. I just had an idea. I just had an idea this morning. It was a great idea. And I started writing it down in the midst of my sadhana. I just started writing page after page after page after page. And then I put it into a PDF. And I sent it out to some of the members of part of my team. And I said, hey, just had an idea. Because if I send it out to members of my team, then members of my team have that idea so that if I start going off on something, they'll say, hey, what about your idea? It is your ability to respond to the moments that is your responsibility. But for you just to be another one of these faces going, We have enough of those. It's like, it's like a play on a stage. We have enough of those actors. They're all over the world going, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, isn't it true? We don't have enough people going, ah, oh, ah. Oh. Yogi Bhajan used to say he loved to get into the midst of a major conflict. Not that he was creating the conflict, but he loved to invest himself where there was a conflict. Because he said it would stimulate him to find through the universal mind resolutions. He was a confidant to congressmen and senators and governors and mayors because their lives are filled with conflicts. And he would invest himself into their worlds and he would just go, oh, here's, a, here's an elevated paradox. Who needs this one? Oh, Here's an elevated paradox. Who needs this one? Oh, here's an elevated paradox. Who needs this one? Everywhere there is a conflict, whether it's an internal conflict or an external conflict, there is an alternative. It's a cosmic law. Wouldn't it be great if you gave yourself the assignment of not being the oh, but being the ah. Oh. Big difference, huh? Big difference in the lifestyle saves a ton of texting. Because when you're part of the oh, there's just so much texting. Can you believe oh, Can you believe oh, you can, you can text all day. And that's like eating candy bars all day long. A constant sugar high. 
But if you have the ah rather than the ah, all of a sudden you begin to make a real difference. Close your eyes. Imagine one conflict, either public or personal. Then tell yourself that the cosmic law is that this conflict has alternatives that are guaranteed solutions. That's the cosmic law. And even though those solutions may not at the present moment be appearing to you, if you do enough work in yoga and meditation, you will quiet down the parts of your being that are ignited by conflict. And you will stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is seeking calm solution. One is looking to react. The other is looking to resolve. And it's all in your physical mechanism. Sympathetic nervous system is there to react. Parasympathetic nervous system is there to resolve. That which tunes you into the parasympathetic is asana, pranayam, mudra, kriya, meditation, chanting. That which tunes you into the sympathetic, we could lump into one category called gossiping. Just that constant internal, interpersonal and interpersonal, internal and external chattering. In a very With the mudra, listen to my voice. Guru Guru Wai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru 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 Wai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru 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 Wai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru. Gently like that. One tone. Guru Guru Wai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru Guru Wai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru 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 Wai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru. 
Guru Guru Vai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru 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 Keep chanting The mudra is tapping on the limbic system in the brain. The mantra is taking up the brain's word energy. The brain can't fit a gossip word in edgewise. So you're fully occupying the head brain which is giving the heart brain and the gut brain a chance to step in, to turn on the parasympathetic nerves and begin to welcome resolution instead of reaction. Now let's Sufi grind with it. Guru Guru Vai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru 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 Much going on Guru Guru Vai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru 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 Vai Guru Ram Das Guru 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 Vai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru Opposite direction, Sufi grind. Guru Guru Vai. Guru Ram Das. Guru 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 Vai. Guru Guru Ram Das. Guru 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 Vai. Guru Guru Ram Das. Guru. Guru Guru Vai. Guru Guru Ram Das. Guru 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 Vai. Guru Guru Ram Das. Guru 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 Vai. Guru Guru Ram Das. Guru. Guru Guru Vai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru 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 Vai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru 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 Vai Guru Guru Ram Das Guru Inhale up Keep the mudra going Hold the breath Through your lips, release it. Tapping the fingertips. And we've done this in, in medical studies, in, in MRI studies. Works with the hippocampus. So doing this, or Kirtan Kriya, which is satanama. Anytime you're tapping the fingertips, you're affecting the hippocampus, which is an endocrine gland 
in the limbic system of the brain. The hippocampus is the index of the brain. And an index, like an index in a book, tells you where the information is. Dementia is a deterioration of the index. All of the information is still in your brain. It's like trying to find something in a book that has no index. And so rather than being really sharp and really fast, you're slow and you're trying to. And that's what dementia is. And so by doing these different kinds of mudras, you can eliminate, and we've proven this in medical studies, you can eliminate the onset of dementia. Now there you go, AMA, come after me. I've just made a medical claim. No? But what we're going to be doing is we're not only doing it to eliminate dementia, but what about doing it to increase your access to the information that is coming in, the vast information that is constantly coming in from the universal mind? What if you, in the midst of your discovery, could go, hmm, greater surface on the top of a wing than on the bottom of a wing will give an airplane wing lift. Wright Brothers 101. Many people before the Wright Brothers had tried to make an airplane. But what the Wright Brothers recognized when they were studying physics, as if the same amount of air had to travel a greater distance over the top of the wing than it did across the bottom of the wing, the air on the top of the wing would be stretched. Does this make sense to you? So there is an angle that is between here and here. Here it's going to be blocking air. But there is a particular angle of advantage in which the air on the top of the wing is stretched more than the air on the bottom of the wing. What happens when you stretch air? Is it thicker or thinner? Hmm? Thinner. So what would happen if the air is thinner on the top and the air is thicker on the bottom? Would the push be upward or downward? And that's what's called lift. What if, in the midst of your dilemmas, whatever they are, you suddenly discovered lift? An idea that no one had ever thought of before. Would that be meaningful for your life? Yes or no? Should I just leave? I can go home. <laughs> Would that be meaningful for your life? Yes. That's what the universal mind gives you 
your sociological brain gives you garbage. Your genealogical brain gives you inheritance. The cosmological brain gives you fresh information. Information that's never been used before. Do you think the problems of today can be solved by massive amounts of chitter-chatter? Do you think that the problems of today can be solved by massive amounts of the past? Do you think the problems of today can be solved by massive amounts of ideas that have never been thought of before? Which of these categories do you want to subscribe to? Which of these periodicals, and I say periodicals because the peri they get delivered every moment, which of these do you want to subscribe to? Universal mind? So what you'll have to do is you will have to give yourself the energy to not go, oh, 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 and every single one of us, including myself, needs to have that kind of energy on a moment-to-moment -moment basis, because the amount of, of the amount of opportunity to go oh is massive right now. And let's go into Sunya, that deep listening. conflict, every challenge, every question, there is that triangulation, that third position. And this coming year is going to give us more of an opportunity to discover it. The interesting thing about this year, 2018, which was a year of 11, 11 is the highest number except for 22 that you don't add down to a single digit. In the year of 11, everything is equal. So it, see, it has seemed throughout this year that the good and the not so good were of equal strength. And nothing was quite giving you a resolution. That all changes in this coming year, if you're listening. Bless you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more. All the classes can be found now on gurusing.teachable.com. There's going to be long-form classes available there, 30-minute long yoga classes with Kriya. There's also what is called a Kundalini Recharge. It's a brief lecture about something like depression or gratitude or achievement or
partnering or success and it'll be a lecture with a pranayama breathing exercise and a single asana that you can just jump into during the day and then it'll round out with an affirmation or meditation and these will be like 11 minutes and then there are also going to be audio files which are guided 11 minute meditations which you can listen to and that's all within gurusing.com Satnam